Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hello. How is everybody doing today? How's my mic? Can you guys hear me okay? My microphone good? Tap, tap. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Sometimes I sit and I talk and nobody tells me they can't hear me. And then I find out my mic wasn't hooked up correctly. So I always want to check for my microphone. It is snowing here in Utah today, on and off. And I'm so excited to be here with you. I love the snow, by the way. I like it better than the rain for hair. And also it's very cozy and comforting. Do you like the snow? Are you anti-snow? We have our sunshiny Georgia people here saying the sun is shining. We are so jealous of you. The warm weather people are jealous. Oh, we have some snow lovers. Yes, look at all these snow loving people in the comments. So fun. I, I, I especially love the snow in November and December. After that, I sort of like it in January and February. But once March hits, I'm ready for spring. And I want warmth and sun, and I want to sit by the pool. But I like having the different weather throughout the year. Sometimes I'll say to my husband, oh, I wish it was like this all the time when it's like 70 degrees. He goes, that's called San Diego. (laughs) And we would have to move there to have these temperate climates year round. I love Utah. I love living here. If this is the first time that I'm meeting you, today. Hi, my name's Emily. I grew up in California and I now live in Utah. I've lived in, I lived in Idaho for a little bit, Southeastern Idaho. I went to a private Christian college there, graduated in elementary education, was a school teacher. I taught third grade in Idaho. And then we moved to Utah for my husband to go to physical therapy school. He's a doctor of physical therapy. And I taught second grade here. And then I started having my babies and I stayed home to be with them for seven years. I was a stay-at-home mom. And then I found the greatest industry on earth, network marketing by total accident. I built a tremendous downline in my company. I have over 20,000 people on my downline now. It's pretty crazy. They don't all order every month. So settle down. (laughs) People are always like, wow, wow, wow. I know. And also I would say, I think only like mm, 20% of those people, maybe more than that, 20 or 30% only order every single month. And that creates a massive income. So wherever you are in your network marketing business, I just want to pour belief in you that it doesn't take as much as you think to have the life of your dreams. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I also own and operate and live most of my day inside of my member community beyond the rank. 
And that is a coaching program that I created for uh, network marketers and social sellers because I am on a mission. Hear me now. I am on a mission to bring out the best in you so that we can all stop trying to be better than each other. This is my passion. It's so easy to get caught up in the comparison game when, especially when your points are down, especially when your business isn't doing what you want it to be doing. Like how easy is it to cheer for someone when everything's going great for you? You're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I love it so much. Go me, go you. But when your points are down and your business isn't where you want it to be, it's harder sometimes for some of us to cheer on someone else when they're having something good happen to them. And it might not even be that we're jealous of them. I mean, we could be, but it might just be that we really just wish that it was happening for us too. And then sometimes we start to judge or criticize them for their success and, and it's not fair and all that. And we go down that rabbit hole. And the reason why we do these things is because we're human. And so today I am going to teach you, oh, 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 I forgot. Okay. So I have a degree in elementary education. And then I also am a master certified life coach through the life coach school. I have my regular certification and now I am master coach certified through the life coach school. That is, if you've ever heard of it before, the model CTFAR, I'm going to give you a quick 30 second view of that. If you've never seen that before, because we're going to, I'm going to show you where you're at right now, where your thinking is right now, how it's creating your points where they are right now. And then I'm going to give you three action steps for you to take off with right now to turn your business around by Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is two weeks from tomorrow. I don't know if you have already planned your meal. I ordered my meal from the grocery store this, this, uh, this year because my husband's father has been in the ICU for 72 days. They just moved him to um, the rehab part of the hospital on Monday. So I am just taking that off my plate this year. We are ordering Thanksgiving dinner. We're picking it up the day before and we're heating it up on Thanksgiving day so that we can go back and forth between the hospital to see him and the family can like take shifts. And I don't want to have to be worrying about the timing of a turkey and the mashed potatoes and all that. So I was like, you know what? This is the year to give this a try. And I sort of am in love with the idea. Uh, thank you so much for your prayers and your kind words. Okay. So that is who I am. That's sort of my qualifications, my certifications. I hit the top of my network marketing company in 18 months, and I have continued to stay, um, to, to build that organization out to one of the top 15 teams in my entire company. I did not get in early. I started in this business when the company had already been around for eight years and had already hit its hyper growth and everything. And I had no network marketing experience. So the tips and the, the three action steps that I'm going to give you today are things that I have continually used to jumpstart my team. It's how I started my team seven years ago. It's how I continue to get my team taking action and it works time and time again. 
So I'm going to give you those things. And then we're going to work on a little mindset right before we do that. And then I'm going to bring on three people to be coached live on the specific problem that you're experiencing on your team right now. If you are going to be coached live, the only thing that I ask of you is you cannot be driving your car. So sorry. I can't coach you while you're driving. For me, it's like a morality thing. I can't, I I can't, I just can't have that. So you have to be parked. You can be in your car, but you must be parked. You cannot be driving a car. And then also I can't coach you if you're in like a really loud place or a restaurant. That's, that's really hard for everyone listening for me, coaching you for you to be present. So, um, if you, if you're going to be coached today, get yourself positioned to be in a quiet place. I understand we all have kids, right? Like I have four kids. It's fine. If you have like, you know, a child that interrupts you, you're not going to get in trouble or anything like that. We all get it. A majority of us here are moms. We understand. So just know that, um, it doesn't have to be like perfectly quiet. It's okay. I get it. But, um, just not in like a grocery store or out to lunch or whatever please. Thank you. And no driving of the car. So if you're, when, when I'm done sharing with you this mindset stuff, and then your three action steps, uh, after that, I'm going to ask for people to raise their hand. It's really easy on zoom. There's just a little raise hand button. You can practice right now. Everybody give it a practice and then we'll put our hands down, but yep. See, look, good job, everybody. We have all these hands going up. Yep. And then to put it down, you lower the hand, you press the same button. So you can put your hands down now. Now you know how to do it. If you want to practice it once or twice, totally fine. Uh, but that's what I'm going to ask you to do, uh, when we're, when I'm done with your little mindset work here and then some action steps, and then I will bring you on, take volunteers to bring on three people for coaching. I'll do about 20 minutes with each of you and it's going to be awesome. So before we get going, I want to teach you about my favorite thing ever in coaching. And that is the model. This is what I am certified to teach in. Yes. We will have a replay for you on here. We're recording it right now. You can see it's recording and we'll be emailing you the recording of this so that you can watch it again. So that people who couldn't attend live because they're at work or they have carpool or they have something else, an appointment that they had to be at today, we'll send the recording to you. This model is called The Model. It was created by Brooke Castillo, and she is the owner of the Life Coach School where I'm certified. You have to be certified to use this model and teach it only because you you think you get it and you don't until you go through training. And then you realize that you actually thought you knew the model and you knew nothing about the model. And you can... Anyway, so it's super important that when you are working with a coach that they be certified in this model if this is something that they're using because your results will go through the roof when you're working with someone who's been trained in it. It's sort of like I wouldn't um uh, like like I love um I love having a medical assistant in my pediatrician's office, but I don't want the medical assistant operating on my son in the OR. Sort of like that. Like I want the doctor operating on me in the OR. That's me. The OR of your brain with the model. (laughs) Okay. So the model here is how we solve all of our problems in our life. It is a tool that helps you slow down what's happening in your brain, identify the problem and get a different result. Anything that you encounter in your life, like the points in your back office right now, they're down, right? Tell me in the comments 
where your points were at the end of last month. Tell me the number. Just drop it in the comments if you feel comfortable. The number. Oh, good. Look at all these. 811, 122, 70, 494. Good, good, good. Look at all this. You guys are so on the ball. Some of you are like, I haven't looked. It's so bad I haven't looked. You can say that too right? They're like, that's okay also. But all these numbers that you just put into the chat, this is the circumstance of your business. It's a fact. We could prove it in a court of law. Okay. Sarah says I'm down 110 from the month before. So in order to make that a circumstance, like that statement, I'm down 110. That's actually a thought. It's not a circumstance. It's not a fact. What a fact would be is we would put where your points were two months ago. So we would say like wherever they are right now, 110 more than where they are right now. And then we would say the current points right now. So we would say like the month. So we're in November. So that would be September points and then October points. That's a circumstance. That's a fact. Good. So Sarah said 176. So we would say September, oh, sorry, 10,076. Sarah would say, um, my points are 1076 in September. And then whatever 110 less than that is right now would be October, that number. That's a fact. Our facts are totally neutral. Like I told you, it's snowing outside, right? That is debatable. We think it's a fact, but I could look outside and I could say it's snowing. And then someone else could look outside and they say, well, it's raining unless we're seeing snow on the ground and it's all white and everything. But we could say the temperature, the temperature is 32 degrees outside. That's a fact. We could prove it in a court of law and it is what it is. We could, our circumstances are like the president of the United States, his name, the company that you work for the day you were born, the person you're married to or divorced from, how many children you have. We could prove these things with birth certificates and marriage certificates and um, and tax forms. We could prove all of it because it's a fact. And the facts are totally neutral. There are no opinions. It's just a fact. The facts of our life. And then because we are human beings, we have a thought about them. Like my points are down a hundred points from last month. That would be a thought or I'm going backwards or this isn't good or I'm never going to, I'm never going to get to the top of my company. Whatever it is, your points are the fact and the circumstance. And then because you're human being, you have a thought about it. Just like the weather. I look outside and I see the snow and it's 32 degrees. And I think, Yay! I'm so excited. I love the snow and I feel happy. But someone who hates cold weather might look outside, 32 degrees, totally neutral, just a fact. They might say, oh, this is the worst day ever and feel depressed. It's what you think that determines how you feel because our thoughts create our feelings. The first time, that you crossed a thousand points in your business. If we asked Sarah this, the first time that your points were a thousand points in your business, how did you feel? 
I know for me, when I crossed a thousand points the first time on my business, I thought, yes, we're going all the way. This is happening. And I felt so excited. But if I saw a thousand points in my back office right now, I would feel very upset. I would feel devastated. Why is that? The number itself is neutral. What we think about it determines how we feel. And how you feel is sort of like a roadmap. I believe that our emotions are given to us by God or whatever you feel like created you. And when you have those feelings inside of you, anytime you have a thought, your brain releases a chemical and a hormone, and that vibrates throughout your body and creates an emotion like sadness, excited, betrayal, um, worry, anxiety, fear. And from those feelings, we take action. So if you're feeling down and depressed because you're thinking my points are going backwards and I don't know what to do, then when you're feeling depressed, you're going to avoid sending a message or you might avoid doing a Facebook live or you might avoid getting on a team call. There are people right now who their points are going backwards and they avoided registering for this webinar because they might be thinking something like, it's not going to make a difference. There's nothing else I can do to fix this. So notice your behavior, the action that you take is determined by what you're feeling. And your feelings are completely coming and in control of what you're thinking. And what you think is 100% in your control, but your brain thinks that your thoughts are fact and it is wrong. Your facts of your life can only be proven in a court of law. And when you tell me that everything is going backwards and you don't know what to do, I know that that is a story that your brain believes is true, but is actually all made up. Because I think it's safe to say, while I know this to be true in so many of my clients, that the first time that they hit that point that they are at, even 15 points, they were so excited the first time they did it. But now that they've fallen back from 100 points to 15 points, they're not feeling excited. Why? Because of what they're thinking about it has changed. Our actions ultimately create our results, but it is not because of what the facts are. It is because of what we think about the facts that create the results of our life. All right. So step number one, if you can take notes, I want to encourage you to take notes today and I'm going to invite you and help you to get really curious about where you're at right now, to get really honest about what you want and where you want to go, because this is going to change everything, not just for your business, but for your whole entire life. Are you ready? Tell me in the comments. Let's go. All right, you guys, here we go. Number one, I want you to get clear on your purpose. All right. Why did you start your business? Tell me in the comments, write it on your piece of paper. Why did you start your business? 
get really clear and honest with yourself. You might be thinking to help to help people. But I love what Megan said for the money. Yes. So good. Now, some people really did start to help other people, but would they do it without getting paid? Probably not. If that is your honest to goodness truth, great. But I want to encourage you and I want to put a little bit of pressure on you to get really clear and honest with you. No one's ever going to know except for you and your brain. And your brain is an expert at sniffing out lies. It knows when you're lying to it. So there's nobody that you need to be honest with right now other than yourself. It's the most important relationship that you have on planet earth is the relationship that you have with yourself. Integrity with self is number one. So number one in the whole scheme of things, number one for you to write down and you to consider is get clear on your purpose. Okay. To enjoy the rewards so I could pay for my products, um, to start an income for retirement for the money to get healthy and for the money, money and purpose, to get healthy and help others do the same money and trips, weight loss, and then help people feel better. Yeah. Sometimes we don't even start for the business. I did it. I started for the health benefits for the products. And this is really common. Even if you're in a business that you don't, the health benefits aren't a thing. Like maybe you sell jewelry or leggings or whatever it is. And you started maybe just because you just wanted a cute new piece of jewelry or you wanted a new outfit, whatever it was, you may have started for that. And then why did you start a business? Why did you want to work for the money? What was it going to do for you? I want you to connect to that purpose today and write it down. This is important. See it. Be honest with yourself about it. Because when you're thinking, my points are going backwards and there's nothing I can do and I was never cut out to do this and I don't know where to go, you're actually disconnecting from your purpose. That's your result. I disconnect from my purpose. I block myself from my own brilliance. I don't allow myself to create the success I'm wanting to create. When I started, I thought I wanted weight loss financial security to educate people and get it paid and get my and get paid for it to have a purpose in life to pay off debt and help others with their monthly bills i wanted to have money in case my marriage didn't work i have had so many people start this business for that reason um i felt great and i couldn't not share with others to prove to myself i could do it yes Let's see. Let's see. So many of you started to get your products paid for. I love it. To get healthy for my son and now my daughter. To support my daughter, I quit my full-time job. Love it. Isn't this the best? So I can make money and stay home with my kids. You guys, you have sent so many incredible things here. Okay. Um, I started for security and independence. So good. My son needed a kidney transplant, and I don't want to worry if I have enough paid time off. Brilliant. Love it. Okay. Now, those of you that don't have something like that, for me, the reason why I started doing the business is I just wanted more money. That was it. I just wanted more money. Nicole said, pay off 30000 in debt. I want to be able to quit my job, says Lisa. Um, like, whatever your reason is, I just want you to know 
It's totally okay. Whatever it was, it doesn't have to sound nice. It doesn't have to have a bow on it. Whatever it is, your reason is 100% okay. And however you feel is totally okay. All right. And we don't have to judge your reason because sometimes people will judge their reason. They'll be like, well, I just want to make money. And then they're like, I feel like I'm a bad person. No, we're just going to stop judging ourselves. We're done with that. It's over. We're not doing that anymore. We want to make more money because we want more money. We don't need to judge it. We just can be like, go me. Let's go make some more money. Good for me. All right. Okay. So number one, why do you want to do this? I want you to reconnect with yourself. This is so key. Number two, I want you to be curious about, be curious about where you are right now with that purpose. So whatever you put down as your purpose, I want you to ask yourself, is that still my purpose? If yes, why? If no, why? These are the things I can coach you on or anything that you want to get coached on around this. I would like you to get coaching today on this call around my points are going backwards and I don't know why something along that line, because that's what the call is about, right? But get really cure, get really clear on your purpose and then be curious about it. Is that still my purpose? If so, why? If not, why not? And then do I like that it still is or do I like that it is not? This is very important. Getting honest with ourselves because slowing it down is how we reconnect to our purpose. And with purpose, we create different results. Okay. If you want to put any of these in the chat, I'll read them out loud. But if not, just write and journal. It's fine. It's more important for you to make these, have this awareness in yourself so that you can make growth and progress from this workshop today. All right. Number three. This is what I've been saying the whole time, but I'm going to repeat it again. Be honest with you. There's no sense in you telling yourself a lie that you want to do this to help other people when you really just want to do this to make money so that you can online shop whenever you want. That is a rejection of self. When we say we want one thing and it's really not what we're doing it for. And if you are rejecting yourself in this way, what's going to happen is you're going to be disconnected from yourself. You're going to feel kind of weird. And then that's going to affect your actions and creating the result you want from there. Stephanie says, income is still my why. I want my husband who is unhappy with his job to be able to come home. So when we do network marketing, we come in with this purpose, with this why. And then sometimes we get off course. We get distracted because they give us prizes and trips and things to run and chase for. And in that process, sometimes we disconnect from why we really started and what we why we really wanted to do this. 
And so, oh, number three, the question was get really honest with yourself and, and allow yourself the space to just think and feel what you want to feel about it without judging yourself. Sarah says, helping others and income is still my why, but products have been paid for after the first month of sharing. Yeah. So notice how our purpose sometimes changes and that's totally okay. The point that I really want to get across here is that, like, tell me how you feel about your business. Everybody tell me in the comments, the feelings that you have about your business. Tell me the emotion you're feeling right now. When you look at, when you look at the points in your back office, When you look at the state of your business, how do you feel? Stuck, frustrated, disappointed, anxious, confident with hesitation, panicky, meh, stress, anxiety, bummed, disappointed, anxious, discouraged. Never going to get higher is a thought. How does that make you feel when you think that? Sad, disappointed, ticked off, frustrated. Like I can do better. That's a thought. How do you feel when you think I can do better? It's daunting is a thought. When you think it's daunting, how do you feel? It's a one word emotion. Sherry, not good. Stress, disappointed. Overwhelmed, unsure, petrified. I want you to notice when you say that emotion, Molly says terrified. Ask yourself right now, why do you feel that emotion? Terrified, discouraged, why? Teresa says discouraged, angry, and then she starts playing the comparison game. So the emotion that you just gave me, that you just said to me, how you're feeling, why are you feeling that way? Write it down, put it in the chat. The emotion that you just gave me, whatever it was that you told me in the chat, why are you feeling that way? Jessica says, hopeful. There are people on there. Karina, I feel like a parent. Good. So the emotion that you identified, your thought creating that emotion, Karina, is I feel like a parent. So when you think, I feel like a parent, you feel that way. And from that emotion, you take action. And that's giving you the result of something along the lines of, I block myself from showing up the way I want to show up. Or I don't lead myself or something like that. I'm not a good leader. I know I can do better. It makes me feel like I'm failing. I want to know why it seems so easy for everyone else, but me, I'm a failure. These go in the T line. They each have their own individual emotion. Each sentence has an emotion. I feel like I'm failing. No one wants it. Yes, no one wants it. Then you feel an emotion. Then you avoid doing the things that it takes to get people wanting it. And your result is, I don't want it for myself. And this is what I'm going to teach you how to change today, everybody. And when I coach the three people, that's where it's really going to land for you. And we're really going to make all of us, even if I don't coach you, you listening to me coach them is going to just totally knock it out of the park. Okay. I don't know how to actually make my dreams happen. Your brain thinks that's a fact. I know it's a thought. 
get really curious about why you want to believe that. I know that I haven't reached my potential. And then the result of that statement, I'm not creating my potential. You are so good. That just hit home. You're welcome. I love you. Oh, good. Oh, Sarah, that is extra juicy. I love that. So Sarah feels out of alignment with what she said she was making versus now. And she feels like her husband has to constantly defend her business and it's exhausting to her mind. So she avoids IPA in her business. This is so good. Okay. I'm going to give you, I feel like we need coaching before we give action steps. I feel like I need to change the plan here because I want to work on this first before I give you the action steps. So I'm going to give you the three action steps at the end. And I want you to raise your hand right now. If you want to get coaching on these things that we have just uncovered by identifying the way you're feeling about your business and why you're feeling that way. So raise your hand. Oh, good. Donna says we need to change our mindset to positive. That's actually not true. And I'm going to tell you why right now. And I'm so glad you brought this up because so often we think, just think positively. We can, we can think ourselves out of this. If it were that easy, everybody would be hitting all their goals. Yeah. 50% of the time you're going to have negative emotions. The other 50% of the time you're going to have positive emotions. And we think because we have a human brain, we think that we should be feeling positive emotions a hundred percent of the time. And that's just not true. It's not even realistic. We're always going to feel 50% negative emotions and 50% positive emotions. And it's not that positive emotions create the results we want. That's just not true. Think about it. I created a, a lot out of anger last year. That's a negative emotion. From anger. I did a lot of things that moved my business and my life forward, both in my network marketing company and in my coaching business. So negative emotion can sometimes push us into the result that we actually want. Another example of this, my son is um, severely delayed. He has um, learning disabilities. He has uh, been diagnosed with three different disabilities. We also think that he has Asperger's, but he's too young to get that diagnosis and it doesn't even exist anymore because it's all called on the spectrum. But he exhibits all of the signs and symptoms of what Asperger's used to be. And because the kindergarten teacher last year was telling me, oh, he's fine. Everything's good. He's totally on pace with his classmates. I didn't medicate him for his ADHD because I felt calm. I felt calm. So I took no action. I avoided taking action. And the result was everything stayed the same. And then at parent-teacher conferences in the fall this year, the first grade teacher said to me, He's below grade level. I'm very concerned about him and we need to take massive action. And I thought I should have done it sooner. I should have intervened sooner. And I felt regret. And because I felt regret, a negative emotion, I took the action that my son had needed me to take a year earlier now. And the result was I showed up and took action. 
I didn't take it from calm. Sometimes calm and comfort don't give us the result we want. Sometimes positive emotions allow us to remain the same more than if if we were experiencing negative emotions. I love negative emotions when they come up for me. Do I like feeling them? Not really. But we think that when we feel negative emotion, that there's something wrong and that we need to stop it because our brain is confused about what it thinks is going to make us die. See, our brain, hundreds of thousands of years ago, there's two parts of it. The prefrontal cortex, that's our higher brain that thinks about its own thinking. And then the lower brain, our primitive brain, is meant to keep us safe. It keeps us from leaving the cave and getting eaten by the lion. But now we just have a house or we go out front and it's like modern and and we live in communities and we don't really have to worry about lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Instead, we worry about things like Uh, trolls on Instagram and people unfriending us and being left out of the chat or not being able to go on the trip. Our brain views that negative emotion as death. And so it's constantly trying to avoid discomfort, seek pleasure and conserve energy to feel positive emotion all the time. And this is where we mess up. This is where we do ourselves dirty getting really comfortable feeling negative emotion, understanding that our thoughts create our feelings and understanding that we don't, that, that the way we feel is exactly the way we're supposed to feel is how we unlock this for ourselves. Okay. All right. I'm going to coach someone and it's going to land for you. You're going to see what I'm talking about, but I'm so glad that you brought that up, Donna, because I used to think that if I just, if I was just the most positive person that I could always get everything done in my business that I wanted to get done. And yet I always just felt like there was something missing. The full human experience is made of 50% of negative emotions and 50% of positive emotions. And the reason why we know how good the positive emotions feel is because we know how awful the negative emotions feel. So we just want to be aware. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I'm going to bring on... Destiny. Okay, Destiny, while it's bringing you on, turn on your camera and turn on your sound. And keep your hands up if you want to be coached, because I am going to coach two other people after Destiny. Hi there. Hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So good. You know, cause you know, it's snowing. So I've decided that that's going to make me happy all day long. My thoughts are so powerful. Yeah. I think it's 70 degrees here. So (laughs) what can I help you with today? Tell me what you think about your business. Um, so last month I hit gold. I was like over the moon. I could hardly sleep. I was super excited. And then the beginning of this month, I look into my back office and people shut off their subscriptions and how many people, mm, I'm going to say about five or six, or they, they moved their points to, or not their points, their subscription to another month. So then I wouldn't get those points this month. Okay. So they so said you had five people. And if we yes. wanted it to be a true circumstance, I would make you pull up your back office and count how many were exactly, but I'll let it slide this one time just <laughs> for this purpose. Okay. So five, you feel like five turned off their order or skipped the month. 
Yeah. Okay. So five, this is our circumstance, everybody, our fact, five people moved. Well, to get really clear, we would say how many moved and how many turned off, but we'll say five less, five, five people not ordering. This is how we'll make it a really good, clear circumstance. Five people not ordering in November that did order in October. And one person totally canceled like everything. One person canceled account. Yeah. Like they're not in your back office anymore. Right. That's right. What do you think about that? Those things, the five people that are not ordering in November that ordered in October and the one person that canceled, what do you think? Um, I get frustrated. Why? Okay. Frustrated. That's the emotion. Why are you frustrated? I feel like I'm not a good enough leader. Like I'm not showing up the way they need me to show up for them and serve them. And therefore they turn off their subscriptions or they're like, this isn't worth it. And when you feel frustrated thinking I'm not a good enough leader, what do you do? What have you been doing this month feeling frustrated? I turn off all of my work stuff and I go and hide and do things that are really very unproductive. What does turning off your work stuff look like? Shutting the office door, um, not opening up my back office, um, not listening to trainings or podcasts that really are uplifting and I learn from. What are you doing instead? I love HBO. I have it free with my phone plan. So so you watch a lot of HBO? Yeah. Okay. What else do it's, you do? I, I go thrifting because that seems like a good enough thing to do when I'm not working. Okay. Anything else that you do or don't do feeling frustrated that you're not a good leader? I go for walks. Yeah. Okay. I would say those are my main things that I do. Yeah. Okay. And the results of you thinking I'm not a good enough leader, feeling frustrated, shutting your office door, avoiding opening your back office, listening and avoid listening to trainings, podcasts, things that would help you get better, watching HBO, going thrift shopping, going for walks instead. When you do all of those things, I like your result that I see for you at least is I don't make myself a leader. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Well, it makes me really think like I'm not even leading myself. I'm not actually even showing up for myself. Really? How can I, how can I actually make the income that I want if I'm not going to first lead myself and help myself grow? Why aren't you leading yourself? I don't know. Yes, you do. Because of what you're thinking. Your brain's like, if only I had, and you didn't say this, so I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what a normal human brain does in this situation is it goes, if I had more points, then 
I would feel motivated to lead my team and be the leader I want to be. Is any of that happening for you? Yeah. And then I compare, like I compare to my upline, like, wow, you got there in two years and I'm only at this point and you're already way over there. Here's the secret that I want to tell you, Destiny. In order to be a good leader, we want to think the way that future version of ourself thinks now. We want to be thinking ahead of time how that future version of you as the leader that is your, for example, in the place where your upline is, like what's, what is the rank of your upline? Um, upline is senior Ruby. Okay. So she has uh, at least 150 people ordering every month on her team. Yeah. So in order to create that, she's thinking things that we want to help your brain think now to get you to there. Mm-hmm. Tell me when you hit gold last month, what thoughts mm-hmm. created that? What were you thinking when you were hitting that rank? Thoughts like, I actually can do this. I do know how to do this. I am strong and capable and I can lead people. I am a leader. What's in the way of you thinking those things about yourself right now? What is in the way? I would, I, my first thought would be the fear of me reaching out to my customers and them saying, Hey, can you turn this off for me? Cause I don't want to order. And so I'm, I don't want to reach out to them because they're going to say, you know what? I'm done for right now. Or I don't need any more products this month. Or So the only thing in the way of you believing that you can do this, that you're strong and capable and that you're a leader is that people could quit. Yeah. How do you know it's a problem that people are going to quit? Could quit, might quit. Mm, I'm not, I'm not sure how to answer that one. Like how, how do you know that something's gone wrong for your business when they quit? Well, when my points are down, then obviously maybe I'm not, I'm, it's obviously I'm not doing something right or. Tell me why believing that is wrong, is not true. I know that's all made up. You just told me your thought, not a fact. If my points are down, I'm doing something wrong. False. Why do you want to believe that? What do you get out of believing that? Um, Self-pity. <laughs> Those junky emotions and negative feelings that just drag you down further. And then you don't show up again for yourself and for your people. Why do you want that? I don't want that. Why are you doing it? I, 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 that, that's a good question. You're getting something out of it emotionally that you like. That's why we do everything that we do. How does it allow you to show up? 
when I'm feeling the negative emotions. Yeah. I show up poorly. You get to conserve energy. You get it. Like one of the things that I'm seeing is you totally get to, this is a thought error, think that you're in control of the negative emotion. Right? Your brain's like, I don't want to reach out to them because if I reach out to them and then they tell me they're going to quit, how are you going to feel? I'm disappointed. So you just feel disappointed ahead of time by thinking they're quitting because I'm not a good enough leader. Yeah. So this is what I want to offer to you, to your brain. In this moment, when you're thinking, Mm -hmm. I'm not a good enough leader. I would agree with it because it it is so attached to believing that you're not a good enough leader, but you're attaching it to an, a result of something outside of you, something external. And, and it makes yeah. sense, right? Because when you were doing really well and you were basing, I'm a good leader, I can actually do this. I'm strong and capable off of the points going up. See how it sets you mm-hmm. up for failure when yeah. they go down. Mm-hmm. And what, what I want to show you how to do today is to base your belief, our thoughts are our beliefs yeah. of whether you're a good leader or not internally without looking for external validation of it. Tell me why you're a good leader. I really care about the people that I sign up. I love each one of them. I have a really big heart for them and for why they signed up there, whether they signed up for some health issue or whether they wanted to earn the Nike shoes last month. Mm-hmm. I love my people. And I know that when I love them with my whole heart, that I can show up for them the way that they need me to show up for them. So in that moment, when your brain's like five people not ordering, one person canceled altogether. That means I'm not a good enough leader. Mm-hmm. I want you to say to yourself, you're right. We're not a good enough leader. I'm totally still learning. But let me tell you this brain. There are amazing qualities about me. Like I care about people. Mm-hmm. I love them. I have vision for what they can do with this. Mm-hmm. And that is more to me, that drives me more than the points in my back office. Do you believe that that's true? Is that believable? Is there a piece of it that's not believable? Tell me. It's all very believable. Yeah. That is called a bridge thought. This is how we change our beliefs. What we currently believe is our thought. And our brain's like, yep, it's true. Like you tell me I'm not a good enough leader. You think you're telling me a fact about you. I know that's not true. Mm-hmm. You actually don't even believe that's true because when I asked you what makes a good leader and what makes you a good leader, you didn't even hesitate to tell me all these things that make you a good leader. But your brain's like, well, we can't actually believe that about ourselves while the points are going down. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. but we can't just like swap it out and think a positive thought about ourselves because our brain is going to know we're lying to it. Yeah. 
Just like I was talking about with Donna earlier, we don't have to just think positively, but we can point out what else is true. So when your brain is like, I'm not a good enough leader, step one, agree with it. You're right. I'm totally not a good enough leader. And also, I have these amazing qualities like, like literally you're going to walk yourself through this in your brain. Sometimes I say it out loud to myself, which kind of feels a little bit awkward, but I'm telling you it totally works. So I'll be walking around my house and I'll be like, I'll hear myself and I'll be like, "Ugh, I'm not a good enough leader. My points are down. And I'll be like, you're right. We aren't showing up and making ourselves a leader right now. But also brain, what I want to remind you of is that we care deeply about people and we have a big heart for helping others and we have vision for them. Mm -hmm. And then this is the most important part, curiosity. So this is the question I want you to ask yourself after you've done those two things. So agree with yourself, then point out what else is true. And then curiosity is next brain. How could we approach this? Not being a good enough leader, but with a big enough heart. What step are we going to take to get some of those points back? What's the answer to that question? You're not a good enough leader, but you have a big enough heart. What's your first next step to get some of those points back? We are going to reach out to them and ask what I'm going to ask what I can do for them, how I can serve them this month, what they need. How are you feeling right now? I got like that, you know, like you're fixing to go to like a school play and you have a part, like those little butterflies are kind of working up. I got that right now. (laughs) Why? Why do you have that right now? Because I'm excited to go to those people and ask how I can serve them and what I can do better for them. Write this down right now. Your thoughts are creating this. I have a part in this play. They need me to show up. Notice how when we identified what else was true, we agreed with what our brain already believes, even though it's all made up. Mm-hmm. And from that, it produced a different emotion for you to take a different action in your business. This is how you redirect yourself every single time that you notice that you are not getting the result you want thinking what you're thinking. Because I promise you this, everybody listening, the points in your back office right now are a direct reflection of what you are currently thinking. The way we change our beliefs is not just think positively or swap in a new thought. It is agree with where you're at, Look for what else is true. Get curious about how you can take action from that belief that you that, that you don't like yourself as a leader and that you have a big heart. Now what? And then take action from there. That's how you get a different result. And it is life-changing. Okay, I'm going to put you back now. 
Thank you. You're welcome. So excited for you. Me too. It's magic. Coaching is the best. Did you know? Changing lives today, everybody. Okay. Jackie, it's your turn, my friend. I'm bringing you on. I'm going to coach Jackie, and then I'm going to coach one more, and then I'm going to give you the three action steps to take right now to turn everything around. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Oh, you're on mute. Hello. I'm nervous. (laughs) The quote of the pandemic. You're on mute. Right. That's okay. I am the pandemic. (laughs) You can, you can feel nervous all you want. Okay. I've got you. Tell me what's wrong with your business. My friend. I, oh my gosh, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Good. Crying's allowed here. Emotions. Um, I, I've just, I've just kind of stopped. I, why? I, I don't feel supported. How does that make you feel? I don't feel supported. Um, sad. <laughs> and when you feel sad, what do you do? I find ways to make myself happy. Like what? Um, I go to the gym. I clean. I cook. I love baking. How do you feel the next day after you do those things? Um, I feel good. I've got little kids and they're just like, oh, you know, thanks, mom. Thank you for, oh, oh, it's okay, guys. <laughs> we love our kids. Hi, sweetie. How are you? <laughs> How old are you? Me five. You're three? three? And you're five? Yeah. Me and me already have a birthday. You had a birthday? Well, you are precious. All right, guys. Keep playing candy. Yeah, so I I feel okay because I've really worked on making, you know, myself happy and not basing it on, you know, I guess feeling approval um, of others and feeling supported in that way. One of the things that is interesting about the way that our bodies work. Like think about when you um, are trying to get toxins out of your body. What are the three main ways that we get toxins out of our body? Sweat, boop, pee. (laughs) Bingo, star student. Guess what? (laughs) Our emotions have to get out of our body too, right? We have a thought, it releases a chemical and a hormone. It vibrates out of our body. We have to release it. If we don't release it, it gets bigger and harder to process later. So one of the things in coaching that I teach is buffering. Have you ever heard of that before? I have not. Buffering is something that we all do as human beings to avoid negative emotion. Because remember, like I said, our lower brain thinks that negative emotion means that we are going to die. 
So when we feel sad, we're like, I know we should go clean and cook and bake. And we get an instant hit of dopamine, especially when sugar is involved in baking, if we're tasting it as we're making it right. We're like zing, getting what you want. Now the gym can be a coping mechanism. So I though like we can't, I don't, I don't want to put gym as as buffering in this situation, or it might not even be that you are buffering in these situations, but I have a hunch that you probably are buffering in some of these situations. The way we tell the difference between coping and buffering is when we are using exercise to release our negative emotions. We're feeling sad. We go to the gym, we feel these endorphins and afterwards we feel better if we're coping. But If we are avoiding negative emotions and we're buffering, like we feel sad thinking, I don't feel supported. And then we bake and we feel happy in the moment, but then later on, we're even more sad about our business. We beat ourselves up more for not showing up in our business. That's how we know we were buffering because we were avoiding the negative emotion, thinking we were going away from it. And this is what it looks like, you guys. I love my, I love my little, I did this for, um, I did this for, this is an old one. I didn't make this one for you guys, but we'll look at it right now. It's kind of messy, but actually I think I'm going to draw a new one because it looks real, real messy. And I want this to be clear. Okay. What pen color are we going to use today? My kids took all the good ones. We're going to use brown. At least it's a Thanksgiving color. And I never use, have you guys ever read the book, um, The Day the Crayons Quit? Jack, you have to get it for your kids for Christmas. It's the most hilarious book. And it talks about how like brown, he, the color, the color, the, the color crayon brown is like so upset because you only use it to draw poop and like dirt. And it wants to be, why can't it be used like yellow to draw a sun? And it's the cutest book. I love it so much. Okay. So my Brown is going to be so good because I never use it because it looks like the color of dirt and poop. I mean, exactly. Right. Okay. So that 50, 50 split that I talked to you about where we have 50% positive emotions and 50% negative emotions, positive emotions are things like peace, achievement, joy, relief. That's why when you quit your business, you feel relief and it feels nice. And you're like, I don't want to go back and build that business again. It feels so good. I'll just stay here and quit and feel relief all of the time. Can anyone identify with that? Yes. I know. Relief feels so good. Love, best human emotion on planet earth. In my opinion, relief is second to love. Nothing feels better than love. Produces oxytocin to go throughout your brain. And it is what you get when you have a baby, when you breastfeed the baby. It's the best human emotion on earth, right? Negative emotions, things like stress. Stress cortisol throughout your body. It's what messes with your adrenals. Well, it comes out of your adrenals. The stress... um, Oh, is the sound not working, you guys? Is that better? My mic is cutting out. Oh, it's because the sweater I'm wearing. I hesitated to wear this. Is that better? The microphone is better? Okay, perfect. Naughty little microphone. Okay, 
So stress is going to release cortisol. There's lots of different hormones that all different emotions release. We're not going to like get into a science thing today, but, um, other negative emotions are anger, betrayal, uh, disappointed, disappointed, fear, anxious, frustrated. You guys named off all of these earlier. And when, oh, sad, we got to put this up here for Jackie. Cause she said she was feeling sad, right? So when you're feeling sad, your brain's like, no, no, we want to feel achievement. Let's go clean the house. You get an instant hit of dopamine and you think you're coming over here into the land of positive emotions, but you're not, you're actually coming out here and you're buffering. Buffering is where we avoid negative emotions. That's where we clean. That's where some of you drink a glass of wine. It's where I used to eat ice cream. Where are my emotional eaters? Who's an emotional eater? Oh, Jackie's an emotional eater. Yes. We're like, oh, I know what will make me feel better. Food. For me, it was chocolate, peanut butter, Tillamook ice cream. That specific one. I mean, I, I just take the whole half gallon over to the TV and I would watch Netflix. Well, back then it was DVR. I don't even, that doesn't exist anymore, right? That's like not a thing. There's on demand and Netflix. Doesn't matter. Anyway, I would, I would eat my ice cream and I would watch Netflix, DVR, whatever. So I wouldn't feel anxious at the end of the day. I was treating my anxiety with ice cream and Netflix thinking I was feeling positive emotion, but I was just temporarily that's called buffering. And this is where we are actually beyond feeling. This is where we are numb. We're not feeling anything here. And when you're buffering all the time, you will feel numb a lot of the time. And there are actually like clinical diagnosis for people who are watching like buffering too much. Now it's called disassociation. We are numb. Okay. A full human experience is 50% positive emotions and 50% negative emotions. And we have so many things that allow us to avoid the negative emotions that we become numb and we miss out on half of our life. And so the way to get back from buffering is we need to come through here back over to the positive emotions by feeling our negative emotion that we're trying to avoid. So how do we do this? Number one, why is it a problem that you're feeling sad? Um, I guess maybe because the way that I've always been is I've, I've cried if I feel sad, but I, um, like you just saw my kids You're like, why are you sad? What's going on? Like, don't be sad, mom. I have three boys yeah. and a husband and a dog. That's a male. So I have a lot of testosterone. <laughs> so I do try to limit that emotion. Why? Why shouldn't you feel sad? And not make them feel uncomfortable, I guess. I don't know. How do you know it's a problem that they would feel uncomfortable seeing you sad? It's not a problem, but 
your brain totally thinks it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just because you start asking like, Oh no, like, what did I do? You know, how can you be happy? Why are you crying? Why are you crying again? Just why should you need to be happy? So they can be happy. How, where, where do our emotions come from? From what I taught you this morning, where do our feelings come from? Our thoughts. Uh, Explain to me how you can make your kids happy. Doing things that make them happy. No, no. (laughs) we can't make our kids happy. Where do our children's feelings come from? From themselves. Their thoughts. So if we think that we are responsible to make our kids happy and our husband happy, we're going to lose every time. We're not that powerful. Now, does that mean we're going to treat our family like crap and we're going <laughs> to say mean things to them? No, obviously not. Absolutely not. Yeah. What it means is that we don't have to put that pressure on ourselves. And when you resist feeling negative emotions like you are right now, like, don't be sad. I can't let them see me sad. Like cover it up. It makes them bigger and harder to process and allow. So let me teach you what it looks like to process your emotions. And those of you that want, I have this written out for you in a get started guide. You just, some of you probably already have it, but you just go to Emily Gibson coaching.com. Oh, it's getting really messy over here. Forward slash freebie. And it will give you the printed off version of what I'm about to teach Jackie. And then I'm going to circle back around because I want to address what Jamie was saying about her upline struggles. So we're going to, we're, we're not done yet. I'm coming back. Okay. So processing your emotions. The first thing that you want to do is you want to just allow and notice them. I'm feeling sad right now because of a sentence in my head. (laughs) That's, that's what it is. And giving yourself space and permission for that to make perfect sense why you're feeling that way. And that you are supposed to feel sad right now. And you kind of have to talk yourself through it a little bit when you're learning how to do this. I literally master certified life coach have to talk myself through my emotions like this. This is why I believe everybody needs a coach because you can't read the inside of the ketchup bottle from inside the ketchup bottle. You can't read the label from inside the bottle, right? So that's why I have a coach too. And why I'm in a coaching program too, because I'm like, hello, somebody help me. I'm feeling angry and I don't like it. Although anger is one of my favorite human emotions. I, I create so much good stuff from anger. I'm like, can we just feel anger? It's just anger. So exhausting. I get tired of it. And sometimes it doesn't serve me. Okay. So you allow your emotions by noticing them. We're feeling sad right now. We are supposed to feel sad right now. Okay. There's not even anything wrong with it. Like, how could it be a good thing as a mom of boys raising men in the United States? Tell me how it could be a really good thing for them to see 
their mom expressing negative emotion? Because it happens. It's just a part of human life. What do boys struggle with in the United States? Showing their emotions. Showing their emotions. And guess what? It causes problems for men later on in their life. How amazing would it be for you to model that for your house of men (laughs) every day? It could be the best thing ever for them. So getting curious around why we don't want them to see it. What would be the problem with them seeing it? And you said, well, I don't want to make them feel bad. I want them to be happy. I know we think we want our kids to be happy all the time, but we don't. I don't want my kids to be happy all the time because I know that they're going to be happy 50% of the time. And well, they're going to feel positive emotions 50% of the time, and they're going to feel negative emotions 50% of the time. That is a full life experience. This is how God made our bodies to be and perform. And when we numb out, we are past feeling. That's not what God wants for us. He wants us to feel so that we can be led and guided with that navigation system of human emotion that he so wonderfully gifted us with. Okay. So when you think I don't feel supported Mm -hmm. and you feel sad and you go to the gym and you clean and you cook and you bake, the result that I see for you in that model is I don't support myself. Yes. What do you think about that? Um, it's true. Is that what you want? No, it's not. And, and it's crazy because that's, that's why I'm in this business and, um, I have taken coaching, you know, but I mean, it's crazy that this business, even though it's like health based supplements, I've learned so much about my mind and what I can control and what I don't. Um, but the fact that I, I I don't support myself. I do things to make others feel comfortable. What emotion is coming up for you right now when you say that? That it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. How do you want to approach supporting yourself? No, having uncovered this just now. Setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, what would that look like? Is there someone in particular that you have in mind? Um, setting boundaries as in, so my husband, he works from home. So, you know, when he's off, maybe like after dinner, this is my time. Like you don't interrupt me. You know, I come into the office and I work and I stay here. Like you can handle the kids. So setting boundaries with your husband. Right. Okay. Um, I love that idea. And have you ever had that conversation with him before? Um, we did last year. We did last year when um I hit gold because I was like, I hit gold. I've only been doing this for three months. I felt so good. And then I just stayed there 
It was stagnant. Who's not supporting you when you say, I don't feel supported? Myself. (laughs) Well, yes, we know that that's the result. Your prefrontal is doing its job excellent. But when you said to me, I don't feel supported at the beginning of our session here, who were you talking about? Who should be supporting you? My family. Okay. So we're not getting any support from family. Husband? Parents? Who is that? Who Um, is family? So husband, extended family. Um, I mean, my kids, they don't even, they don't even know. They're just like, oh, we can't, we can't be over there with mom. That's all they know. So they're even better at boundaries than my, you know, husband is, but, um, yeah, just, just like even my extended family, like it frustrates me that I I can't control other people. You know, it's like, I have so many family members. I wish I could control the humans. I know. But, you know, they, they could all use this and I tell them and they're just like, whatever, I'm just going to keep on struggling. And, and I don't know if it's like a pride thing, but I'm just like, well, I'm going to continue, whatever, you know, you think this is hokey pokey. If your family were to just support you overnight tonight, Mm -hmm. what would you give yourself permission to believe about your abilities in your business? that I'm a good leader and that I have the confidence and it would, it would give me the confidence to know that these do work. Why? Because they're trying them for themselves. I mean, we're talking thyroid, diabetes, overweight, all of the things. And I want you to see here that you think That the way, the only way you're going to feel confident is if your family, something external from you, if they take action, then you could feel confident. And that is a thought error. It is wrong. Because what could happen is they could start and then they could quit. And then you just have a whole new circumstance to mess with to manage your mind around. (laughs) Like. I remember I was so, I I could not get my family. My mom, she started with me on the products. I could not get my dad, my stepmom, my siblings have still never done it. It's been seven years still to this day. Like literally we were driving in the car this summer with my dad and, um, and my stepmom. And they, I can't remember what they said. We were going to a movie or we were doing something at their lake house. And they said something about gut health. And I was like, I was like, Like she said something about it. And all I remember is what I said in response. I was like, yeah, I mean, definitely don't listen to me. It's not like I've built an entire career out of knowing something about all of this. And she was like, oh, honey, you know, we love and support you. And I was like, I know you love and support me. And I do because I don't make it mean that they have to order to love and support me. Why are you making it mean that they have to order from you to love and support you? I don't know. Like, what is that about? I guess I've always thought that, you know, support is just, you're going to, you know, you're going to try your friend's new small business. You're going to try your family member's new small restaurant, you know, that they just opened. Um, Or 
Yeah. Or I don't know. This is what I want you to explore. Okay. This idea of why am I making it mean that they have to buy from me to support me? It's very black and white, which this is what the human brain does. It's black and white thinking. You're in or you're out. You're with me or you're not. This was like my biggest criticism from friends and family while I was building my business. Even my, even my husband now, he was like, you know what I love most about you now? I'm like, tell me, tell me what you love. This is going to be so good. He's like, when you were building your business in the beginning, it used to be like, if they don't order with me, they're not supporting me and I can't be friends with them. And he's like, now he's like, you just have so many friends. Some of them order from you. Some of them don't. And you don't even see it as one way or the other. He's like, you just choose to think like, these are the people I love and care about. And they're in my life. And if they're in my life, then they must love and support me. And yeah, sometimes she orders. Sometimes she doesn't. It doesn't mean anything about me anymore. So the way you get from where you are right now to some version of that, it's going to look different for you probably is you sit and you get curious and be honest with yourself about what is it about them ordering? Why am I making, like, what's that about that they have to order from me to get support, to be supportive? Like I would make a list, like what are ways that you support people? What are ways that you don't support people? And it just be so much fun to see what comes up for you. Okay. Okay. So good. I'm going to put you back. And while I'm putting you back, I'm going to answer Jamie's question. Cause that was a really, really good one. Okay. Um, and then I am going to coach one more person, but I'm going to give you the three action steps now. And then I'll coach the other person after that. If you can stay on just a little, a little titch bit longer. Okay. So, um, Jamie said as a diamond gold, I am still working through these thoughts of not being supported by an upline. The beauty is you can create whatever you want to create and it's going to be amazing. That is brilliant. And I like would love to know what thoughts have created that for you to believe that because so many people think that if they don't have a supportive upline or if they don't work with their upline or their upline does nothing in their mind that they think that they would be able to do better in their business if that person behaved in a certain way. And that is actually called having a manual for people. We have them for our husbands and our wives, spouses. We have them for our kids. We have them for the presidents of our company. We have manuals for ourselves. We have manuals for our dogs and how they should behave. Like Cosette should not be dumping over the garbage cans when I'm on the treadmill running. She shouldn't do that. And in my mind, she's naughty, but that is actually not true. Like it's probably just poor training because <laughs> she's so cute. She looks up at me and I don't want to punish her. And so I'm like, it's fine. I'll just put the trash cans back up. But I have this manual for her that she shouldn't do that. With dogs, it's a little bit different because you really can train them and their brains are not human brains. They just have that lower primitive animal brain. But this idea that we have a manual for our upline and how she or he should behave. And when they don't behave that way, if we're allowing that to affect the way that we show up in our business, the result is never going to be 
what it could be. And it's never going to help us achieve the potential that we actually have to blow our own mind. So, um, super, super powerful that when Brianna says, I've kind of struggled with this after five and a half years, my good friends have stopped liking my posts, et cetera. This is so true. Yes, yes, yes. So good. Um, I have a brother who needs what we have. He chooses prescriptions and that's his choice. He knows I'm here for him when he decides when they are ready. And see, the our, our family, remember, ordering or not ordering is always a circumstance. Whether they order or not, it's a circumstance, which means it's totally neutral, completely neutral, you guys. And then what we think about it is what causes us pain. Like if we make it mean that they must not really love us, that they must not really support us, that they must not care about us. If they cared about us, then they would order. No, false. It's a thought error and it's causing you unnecessary pain and suffering. Sometimes we do this with our uplines. We're like, if she really cared about me, she would shout me out. She would send me a Christmas present. She would ask me how I'm doing outside of the business. Have you ever said or thought about your upline? She only ever talks to me about my business now. It's like we aren't even friends anymore. She's just all about the money. Her not talking to you or talking to you is a circumstance. Then what you decide to make it mean about you may or may not be causing you unnecessary pain and suffering. And what I want to help you do is have a full life experience of 50% positive emotions and 50% negative emotions and be able to create anything you want in your life and your business based of what you believe, changing what you believe so we can get you the result that you really, really want. And everything outside of you just gets to fade away because it's what you create and what you think that produces the result that you want in your life. This is how we get your points to go up. This is how we get more money in your bank account. This is how we get you to your next rank. These are all things that I teach inside of my coaching community beyond the rank. And by the way, after I tell you this, I'm going to give you the three tips. By the way, if you want more of this from me, I'm doing a two-day workshop class next week on Wednesday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. If you can't come live, I will send you the recording just like today. It's $19. And I'm going to be coaching just like this for two days. I'm also going to be teaching you all about how to hang up your holiday hangups in your business, in your family. If you've never done something like this with me before, you've got to go do it. It's going to change your whole life and it's going to allow you to enjoy the holidays in a whole new way, especially around the family members that won't order from you. Or maybe it's just family drama. Maybe you've had traumatic experiences around the holidays. Maybe you you just feel like it's awkward around your family for some reason or another. Maybe you feel a little anxiety. I'm going to show you how to manage your mind in a whole new way so that none of that ruins your holiday or messes with your holiday ever again, but especially not this month and next month. And with that, so it's $19, two days. 
And you just go to emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash shop. And it's right there, holiday hang up. You just buy it, purchase it, and then we'll send you the link next week. And it comes with a workbook for both days. You guys, we could sell this for like $600 and you are getting it for $19 because I want this in your pocket before Thanksgiving. So it's just going to help you level up in a whole new way. And it's going to help you totally change the way you look at your family, your life, and everything you've ever thought about to be true. And it's going to change everything for you so you can enjoy and have a way better human experience around the holidays with your family. So enough of that. Go do that. $19. You're totally missing out if you don't do it. It's you like, if you've never done anything with me before, you got to try it. If you've done it with me before, you're probably already buying it because you know how amazing this stuff is. And it'll be coaching just like this, but you get me for two more days next week. Okay. Um, the three things, and then I'll bring one last person on for coaching. Jamie, I'm in. Thank you. So good. I'm so glad. Yay. Okay. So here are the three things that I want you to do right now so that you can totally turn your business around by Thanksgiving. Are you ready? Get your pen and paper out. I'm going to tell you what to do. Do you promise to do it? These are your action steps. Do you promise to do it? Three things. Very easy. Promise? Okay, here we go. Step one, open up your back office. Take inventory of who has quit. Here's a tip. Before you go into your back office, we're going to get ready with our brain. We're going to decide what we want to think. You can think. My points are behind and I and and we don't even need to think you don't know what to do. I'm about to tell you what to do. So you don't have to think that anymore. You can be like, "My points are totally falling behind and I know exactly what to do." And you might still want to feel anxious about it. You might still want to feel sad about it. Wouldn't it be weird if you were excited to like make less money and have your business fall apart. It makes so much sense why you'd want to feel sad, why you'd want to feel frustrated. Uh, Anita says she's not seeing holiday hang up on my website. I will put the exact link in here for you. So again, you go to emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash shop. And then it says limited edition holiday hang up workshop. I'll show you what it looks like really quick here. Right here, see limited edition holiday hangup workshop. And you just click join today. And then you add it to your cart. And then you check out just like that. So let me give you the exact link and you guys can grab it from Zoom. Here you go. Okay, there you go. Okay, so. Decide what you want to feel. You pro- you, it makes sense why you would want to feel frustrated if your points are down. It makes sense why you'd want to feel disappointed and sad. So let's not resist it. Let's allow it. Let's process it. Let's be like, okay, we're going to feel sad today. What does it feel like to be a 39-year-old woman whose points are down in her back office sad? Where in my body am I sad? Well, I feel it in my heart. It's a slow emotion. It's kind of like brown. <laughs> it's like the color brown. It's like murky. I don't want to be here. I want to be somewhere else. And from sadness, what action am I going to take that comfort 
would never get me to, right? It's allowing the sadness, allowing the negative emotion, and then it kind of dissipates, you'll notice. And then that allows you to be like, okay, what could I do for these people who have quit? What could I do to bring someone back? Right? Because remember, step one, we're opening up our back office and we're taking inventory of who has quit. And we're going to feel, we want to feel curiosity, right? We're like, okay, yeah, we're going to feel sad. We're going to feel frustrated. It would be so weird if we felt anything different. Let's just be sad and frustrated. Okay, perfect. Now, feeling sad and frustrated, what could we do to bring some of these people back? And then your brain is going to give you some ideas. I'm going to give you some right now. But listen to your brain because it is brilliant. You have a prefrontal cortex that is the most advanced, most intelligent brain that has ever lived on planet earth. You have it inside of your head. Doesn't matter what your IQ is. You're still the smartest, smartest organism to have ever lived on planet earth because you have a prefrontal in your brain. So open up that back office and ask yourself, what could we do to bring them back? These are some of the ideas that I use over and over again that bring my people back. I offer free shipping to start with me this month. Call it a Black Friday, call it a customer appreciation, whatever you want. The message might sound something like this. Hey, I know that you've ordered in the past. I know that you ordered this summer one time and you stalled. You haven't ordered since. And I know how important it was to you to get X, Y, and Z out of this, right? If if you're um, if you're selling a health product, you might bring up their health benefits. If you're selling something like jewelry or leggings or something like that, you might say something like, "I know how much you wanted to buy this piece so that you could feel better, so you could feel confident um, when you go to church or when you're at your next event. Whatever it is that you're selling, right? Like you want to show them how what you are offering them." is going to make them feel if they do it and you want to tap into that emotion, right? Um, I'm offering free shipping for the next 48 hours for anyone that wants to buy an early Christmas gift for themselves or their family. Are you interested? Right? So you're offering them some sort of a free shipping to restart or re-engage or reorder or whatever. Second thing you could do to get people going again an enrollment special? Could you do a free gift with purchase? How much do you make when someone orders a pack or a product with you? Maybe you get a $25 referral bonus. Maybe you make $5 off of an order. Whatever it is, what could you do with a portion of that money? Not saying you have to go into the red or that you should. I definitely don't encourage that. I always want to be making a little bit of a profit, but sometimes I want to invest what I'm making by their order back into them to get them to order. So whatever it is that you're ordering, whatever it is you're making, if you're making $16, $5, $25, what could you get or give back to them like an actual product, not just money off. Like we can do the free shipping um, to get people to restart. Uh, you could even do free shipping to get them to order. But an enrollment special is another idea for you that I have to help those points get back up. So that could be like 
you're getting a free uh, seven-day trial pack. Great, Amber. Great idea. Um, you're going to get this little pen from me. Like these are fun. Let me show you. I have like some of these in like my little, my little thing here, right? Like I'll have, um, I have like a little prize bin. So I'll be like, oh yeah, um, this month with orders, I'm going to be giving you this little, um, jewelry pouch with every single order, right? You just, you, you, you can buy them on Amazon for a low cost amount, but I want you to be mindful of what it is. It doesn't have to be big. It could be a pill case. It could be a jewelry holder. It could be a $10 frother. Whatever it is that you're trying to sell, I want you to pick something that would enhance using what you're selling and and pour. And if they're going to order it, you're going to make X amount of money. And so you're going to take some of that money and you're going to gift it back to them with a free gift of purchase. Okay? So that's another idea. And then... Um, and so between those two things, you want to send messages out to people. Like maybe they haven't responded back to you. So again, similar to the one about the free shipping with restarting, when you're doing an enrollment special, you're going to reach out to them and you're going to say, Hey, I know you've been thinking about ordering. And I just want to let you know that we, I am doing an early black Friday sale or whatever, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is. And um, I'm offering a free gift with purchase from now until Thanksgiving. Are you interested? Question mark. And just see what they say, right? Because when you're thinking my points are going down and it's not going to make a difference and you're feeling sad and frustrated, you're going to avoid doing this work of reaching out, of having the creative idea. When you tell yourself, I don't know what to do, you block yourself from the creativity of coming up with these ideas, right? So that's step one. Open up the back office, take inventory of her quit and decide who you can offer free shipping to get them to restart and who you can get to come in with a new enrollment with like a gift with purchase. Okay. Step number two, I want you to post and cold reach out. If you have ever done any training with me, you know that I am a big believer of both attraction marketing and cold messaging. It is a one, two combo posting and private messaging together, create faster results. The only reason it makes you uncomfortable is because you're thinking things like she's going to think I'm trying to sell her something. You are, you're totally trying to sell her something. What the heck is wrong with that? Nothing is wrong with that. You're trying to make money, trying to support your family, just like target, just like Walmart, just like Costco. I want to coach you on this. Join Holiday Hangup. Raise your hand and come get coached on this stuff. I will help you change what you believe so that you can get a different result. Okay? So I want you to post because that is putting your message out there. If you're avoiding posting because you're feeling frustrated and defeated, we want to get a different result. Our behavior is avoiding the post. You promised me you were going to do these three things. You said you're going to do it. I want you to post and I want you to reach out. Cold reach out, warm reach out, whatever the heck you want to call it. Love, tap, call it whatever you want. Sending people a direct message is like pouring gasoline on the fire. Okay, next, number three. This is the one that for some of you, you're gonna, your butt is going to pucker. Are you ready? <laughs> Plan an event. Has to be done before Thanksgiving. I want it scheduled right now. Has to be sometime before next Friday. 
plan an event. It can be a Zoom call. It could be an in-home house party. It could be a Facebook Messenger event. You got to plan it. When you do these three things, this is so exciting. Are you ready, you guys? You better be sitting down because this is so exciting. You're going to get something from me. You're going to be entered to win a month free in my community. If you do all these three things, you have to show me proof that you've planned a meeting. So you have to screenshot of like a post in your team page that you've announced it. It's planned. It's scheduled. I have to see a copy and paste of your post. I have to see copy and paste of at least one cold message. And I have to see a picture of your back office with, and you can like, you can like write over it, all the personal information. We want to keep that private. I don't want to be seeing people's addresses and phone numbers and emails. You keep that to yourself. Um, but something that you created the, the free shipping or the whatever. And if you do these three things, you are restarting people with either free shipping or an enrollment special, you're posting and doing cold reach outs and you're planning an event. You have to email me those three things. I just want proof of one picture of each of those things that you've done it by this Friday. The event doesn't have to take place by this Friday, but you have to have planned it. Email it to email your proof to the team at emilygibsoncoaching.com. And we will pick one winner to join for free beyond the rank one month of free coaching. We will pick it by Monday, November Hold on, I forgot. It's the Monday before before Thanksgiving. Monday the 21st, we will pick the winner. And we will notify you. On We will post it on our social media page. But if we don't know what your Instagram handle is or your Facebook, we can't tag you. So we will also notify you by email. Okay? So that's how you enter to win. I want you to do these three things. Be accountable to yourself. This is the action we want to take. All right? Okay. I'm going to coach one final person and then we will end our call. Okay. Yes. The email is the team at emilygibsoncoaching.com. The team at Emily. I'm going to put it in here for you guys. Emilygibsoncoaching.com. There it is. The team at emilygibsoncoaching.com. And we will also put those directions in your replay emails that we're going to be sending out to you. Um, today. Okay. You're going to love this last person to be coached. I know we're going over you guys. Okay. Suzette, it's you, my friend. And I'm sorry that we only have time to do three people come to holiday. Hang up. You can raise your hand there and I'll be coaching three people a day and holiday hang up as well. And it's a two day thing. So we're going to have more time for coaching. Hi, Suzette. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. What can I help you with? What's, what's going wrong in your business? My friend? Well, kind of similar to the gal before me. Um, but more on, um, basically like the last two weeks, just really wanting to quit. Mm -hmm. Why what's happening in the last two weeks? Um, well, there's been just a lot of life stuff happening um, and just me trying to find uh, a balance with doing the, you know, um, business activities and um, just, I guess, bottom line, I constantly, it's like 24-7, I think about the business. I'm not enjoying like 
the business and I'm not enjoying my life. <laughs> it's like, I just can't seem to find that space of where I just um, feel like this is what I should be doing and that I can do it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just in a funk basically with it all. Why? Like one of the things that you said is you said, well, you said two weeks for the last two weeks, this has been coming up. Mm-hmm. And then when I said, like, was there anything that happened two weeks ago in particular? Um, as far as the business or life? Like, or- did, like, did, um, did someone quit? Did someone say something to you? It's fine if they didn't. I'm just curious. Oh. I don't want to assume anything. Well, I, I guess putting it that way, um, I was gold and this whole year I haven't been able to get back. And I, I guess I'm just not feeling like I'm able to do it or that I will do it. Um, and now I guess I just feel like I just don't want to. When you think about, I can't seem to find that space when I should, where, where I should be, like you said, I can't seem to find that space where, and then I couldn't write fast enough. (laughs) You said, I can't seem to find that space where I should be doing it from or something like that. I can't find that place of, um, I guess that finding that balance between work and play and just enjoying, you know, has, has there been a time in your business where you've enjoyed it in the past? Actually, when I first got started, it was Tell a lot about of fun. that. Tell me about that. Um, I just took a leap of faith and just started posting and people were, you know, responding and um, I was helping people. Um, it just seemed fun. And I guess... I wasn't looking at it really to, I guess, make a huge business. But as I, you know, started going and then I hit goal, it was like, well, maybe this will work for me. And then things just kind of withered away. Um, Last year, I was one of the top enrollers. And this year, I'm probably one of the the last enrollers. So I'm just like, oh, maybe this isn't really for me. Maybe this mm-hmm. just isn't it for me. How do you feel when you think maybe this just isn't for me? Disappointed. What does it mean about you if this isn't for you? Um. It's not for me. I guess I'm not good enough. How do you know if something is for you? I think because it would be enjoyable. It would be fun. Um, I 
And right now you're feeling disappointed. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense why your brain would be like, I don't think that those were us. Because if it were for us, we'd be feeling joy and fun. Are you married? Do you have kids? I'm married. Yes. Have three children, but they're all grown. Mm -hmm. I've got grandbabies and all that fun stuff. That is, I've heard grandchildren are the best part of being a parent. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, looking forward to it whenever, when that yeah. we're not, we're not even close to being <laughs> happy about that happening in our life yet. So my kids are like 14, 12, 10, and seven. So oh. we would have some negative emotion involved if the grandparent <laughs> thing came up right now for us. <laughs> okay. So when your kids were actually, let's talk about like, how is your marriage, um, how would you describe your marriage in one sentence? Amazing. Okay. This is so perfect. Yay. Okay. Um, how long have you been married? 35 years. Has the entire time been enjoyable and fun? No. <laughs> so how did you know it was for you? That's a good question. <laughs> um, how did I know it was from? I just know he's the person for me. Like, he's, I wouldn't be who I am today without him. Um, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be in a very good place without him. Can you think of a time? where you have not wanted to be with him. I'm not saying like confess to us how you want to get a divorce right before your period every month. Cause I know I feel that way most months, but like, have you ever thought of it? Like, can you think of a time you don't have to share it, but can you think of a time where you have been unhappy or disappointed with your spouse? Sure. Why did you stay with him? Because I guess I know it's just part of the deal. Like, it's not like you say, it's not, it's 50, 50, 50, 50. I'm a 50, 50 wife. He's a 50, 50 <laughs> husband. We have a right. 50, 50 marriage, right? I'm the world's most, most okayest mom, right? This is why when my kids are like, I wish you were a mom that like, you know, got up in the morning and like made us breakfast. I'm like, me too, my friend. I'm not. That's the kind of dad you have. The mom I sleep in. That's the kind of mom I am. <laughs> World's okay as mom. I have a therapy savings account for you. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> so you've been disappointed with your husband in the past, and yet you've stayed married because you think this is just how it is. This is how it's supposed to be. We're going to get through it. Right. What's in the way of you believing that about your business? I guess I just never looked at it that way. Let's look at it that way. Okay. What's in the way? Um, I guess just me believing that I can do it. What's in the way of that? Why aren't you giving yourself permission to think that now when you used to give yourself permission for it? When you were gold and you were a top enroller last year. 
Could you repeat that again? What's in the way of you giving yourself permission to think that, like what you're thinking in your marriage, like it's just going to work out. Why can't you think that about your business now when you could think it last year as a top enroller and ranking gold? Like, why can't you think that now? What's in the way? There's something in the way. Maybe I don't deserve it. Why wouldn't you deserve it? Because I guess because I I just don't do everything all the time. Why should you have to do everything all the time? What's that about? Because you're supposed to be consistent every day and I'm not. Without being consistent every day, how can you create something that lasts a lifetime? I don't know that you can. Have you consistently been perfect in your marriage for the last 35 years? No. How have you been able to do that? Because I just keep going and know that it's just part of life and Maybe tomorrow will be better. What I want to offer to you as a bridge thought is when your business is down, like it is right now, holding space for yourself to say, yeah, our points are down. We are thinking we don't deserve this right now. But just like my marriage where I've inconsistently been imperfect for the last 35 years, I just keep showing up. And because I just keep showing up and never quit, I've built something to last a lifetime. Imperfectly, what's our next step? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Just how much um, I basically sabotage myself because I can't get it right. I can't do it perfect. And I think I need to. And Brilliant. Look what you've uncovered today. Coaching is the best thing ever. <laughs> Everyone needs it. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, Suzette. What I want to offer to you is that you can hold this space for yourself at any time with what you choose to think about it and how you redirect your thoughts and manage your mind around your business. You can totally quit anytime you want to. Or 
You can just keep going Mm -hmm. imperfectly, inconsistently. The one thing that I'm committed to in my business and my marriage is Mm -hmm. consistently never quitting. Right. That's it. The rest, I'm going to imperfectly execute. Relieves so much pressure. Yes. Yes. What's the emotion you're feeling right now? Just relieved. Like I love relief. I love relief um, so much. It's like I um in my heart of hearts, though I just I really don't want to quit. There it is. Fabulous, fantastic. You created this with your own thoughts. I just helped you find it. You made this relief in yourself, which means you can do it at any time. It's always available to you. If it just feels good to take the pressure off. (laughs) You were the one putting the pressure on. Notice you're the one removing the pressure. Right. Brilliant. Beautiful. So beautiful. Come get coaching from me anytime. So beautiful. Okay. Okay. Put you back. You're welcome. My pleasure. All right, everybody. This was so wonderful. I loved being with you here today. Remember, do those three action steps. And I am going to pick one winner to get a month free inside of my community for 30 days. You need to email me three pictures. One picture showing that you opened your back office and that you took inventory of all the people that quit. One picture that you posted and sent cold messages and one picture that you planned an event. I just need proof of those three things emailed to the team at emilygibsoncoaching.com by this Friday. And then we will pick a winner Monday, November 21st, the morning of. I'm so excited that you allowed me to work with you today. This is my passion. I love you so much. Thank you for letting me be your coach. And I hope that we get to be together again next week for holiday hangup, $19. Go to emilygibsoncoaching.com forward slash shop. If you have any questions, you can't find the way to sign up for it. Don't hesitate to email the team at emilygibsoncoaching.com and they will get everything taken care of for you. I will see you then. Bye guys. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.